0: Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid yet the rhyme so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down. I'm too resilient and fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings is how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these thug rocks? have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot. In the making,
1: no need for oven when you're waiting. yo yo yo, welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast HQ
2: up in this bitch. Yes, serious. Sir, so sir. we back with another motherfucker episode for y'all. Sure. And I just want to let y'all know what's been going on. It's really nothing serious, but my man Koopa was fucked up a couple days ago, and now I'm fucked up right now. <laughs> so hey, maybe we got some bad mojo coming from another podcast hey, out there. Hey, uh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm uh-oh pow I'm just pow, saying. pow pow you know we, you know you never know nowadays you know you start you know you start you get to 200 episodes and all of a sudden you know <laughs>
1: you,
2: you just start getting these these roadblocks in your way to get to the motherfucking show and shit but like my man cali said god did
1: <laughs> and we god here did. we still here
2: we still here but <laughs> nonetheless we here for another Uh, first listens, we haven't done that uh, in a long time as far as uh industry music and and mainstream popular music. We know we did a few episodes ago for our 200th episode. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, go check that out. But for sure, we are back to uh listen to what the industry has to offer. I I feel like I don't know about you, but I feel like a considerable amount of music from pretty big name artists dropped pretty much from what I sent you. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. that's more than. Cause these are all albums, you know. Yeah. These aren't just singles or just whatever. These are all albums. I'm talking about Freddie Gibbs, talking about the baby, Tory Lanes, uh, and I'm drawing a blank. Quavo on who else right and takeoff,
1: now. which is the one that surprised me. Oh
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Quavo and takeoff, uh, uh, only built for infinity links. I think is what is what it's called. Yeah. So that's I'm I'm interested in hearing that because one of the songs is called "Still the Same," I think, hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And and I'm just curious if that is a shot at them not being with take uh with offset now so
1: i mean it could be but hold on do
2: do we know exactly why they broke up have they said this yet I they haven't but i'm I, from what the streets is saying mm. it has something to do with cardi b <clears throat> in the sense that i don't know maybe he's just the fact that he's a married man now really with was. with two kids yeah and these niggas right here is single yeah i don't know i'm sure they have kids but you know, it's different when you were married, man, and you sure. and you trying to so I don't know. I, I don't think we know for sure what's going on, but apparently there was an issue. And you know, these guys are from my understanding, family. All of them are family. Mm-hmm. I think um I forgot what offset is to them, but obviously I, I wanna say Quavo is I think he's uh, a cousin.
1: Offs- he's like a cousin to Uncle. I think Quavo. No, uh, offset? I think so. That's, that's might, from what I remember. I think he's Quavo's cousin, and then Takeoff is is Quavo's nephew. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's what exactly I remember.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 which is you know why they did the whole net uh, Neff, Nef, I think is what the their new uh, project is going to be called, and I don't know. I'm I'm excited to hear that. So uh, you know we'll hear that when we get there. But um, but like I was saying, you know we got a lot of new uh, stuff to listen to. Yes, sir. So, as always, you know, we hope if y'all haven't heard the songs that we're about to listen to, and even if y'all have, you know, just listen along with us, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you hear the one moment later, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's time to, to to plug it in and rock with us and, and, you know, just give y'all opinion as well, how y'all feeling about it. We definitely going to give ours at least a brief opinion on it. Exactly. And, uh, and, and that's what we're going to do today, man.
1: And yo, shout out to SpongeBob SquarePants for the sound effect, yo, because that all comes right. from straight up
2: from there. <laughs> Listen, dog. I, let me just say this, dog. when Spongebob came out in fucking 99, I think is when it was, mm-hmm. dog. who would have fucking thought that it would have become such a pop culture, like, nigga, every culture of every race in history, from here at this point out will probably know what Spongebob is, just no because of, I don't know, dawg, and, and there's so many memes, like, you could argue that <laughs> it probably is the most memed cartoon ever, probably.
1: It probably is for sure because there's there's a whole there's lot like, m- Me, for damn near every character. I think the only one I haven't seen one is for the the whale that's Mr. Krabs' daughter. I think she is.
2: Oh, uh, what the what the fuck is her name? I, don't know. I didn't oh, watch pro 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 Pearl.
1: I've seen it before, but I did not watch it like that. Like shit. In '99, I was a sophomore in high school, so I was not really Nig- watching cartoons. But I've seen. Let me tell time. you,
2: and I hate the. Age you And yeah. I guess Not really age myself I just age but... my damn self <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nigga When I was, When it was 1999 bro I was Eight years old Damn So No uh. Seven No
1: Oh so you was in the thick Of, of Spongebob Nigga though.
2: I was five Damn Five or six, so yeah, I was definitely in thick of SpongeBob. Pause, uh, <laughs> but yeah, nah, uh, yeah, yeah, dog, that, that's whatever like this
1: nigga says. Pause, it, I
2: have to laugh. Hey, listen, man, <laughs> we trying to keep it kosher over here. You feel what I'm saying? I feel you. But nonetheless, yeah, SpongeBob was definitely a major part, uh, and I feel like at that point, right, everybody looked at SpongeBob like, "Yo, this is the stupidest shit ever." It's a fucking talking sponge. <laughs> no, problem. but uh, here we are, twenty what? Four years later talking about this shit. No boo. So, and, and and also using it for uh for assistance in our in our podcast. Exactly.
1: So, they don't so still shit. make it, do they? Is it just like on I repeat now it, at this point?
2: I think they're putting the Simpsons where like they kind of overstayed their welcome, oh, like wow. maybe like five or six years ago. Okay. But Nickelodeon keeps renewing their contract. I think that's and if it's not the case right now, it definitely has been the case for the last two three years that they were still on the air for sure Mm,
1: mm, mm. i'm telling you cartoons only like a few cartoons make it that far and usually like that's the most childish one but still all the all adults love it
2: yeah yeah you're right you're right and um to be honest right it's it's hard for any show to be good for 20 years Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like like i don't care what show it is like at some point uh it's gonna take a dip and especially with cartoons i feel like shit gets stale yeah you've done everything and and i it's think family guy got...
1: it's easier to get over on most cartoons because most cartoons are made for kids
2: exactly yeah ex- exactly but when you talk about adult themes uh yeah. cartoons such as the simpsons such as uh family guy yeah, Future
1: Rama, yeah american
2: dad all that good stuff um after a while you know the adult audience is gonna pick up on it and get tired of it and uh so you know, to be honest with you, right? And, and I'm a huge fan. And we're, I, we promise we're about to get to the to yeah, the list. We will, as well. we will. <laughs> but um, one of the shows that I feel that I used to love, and, and to be honest, in my heart of hearts, I still love It's Soft Park. Mm-hmm. But I could I could not tell you the last time I seen the season of Soft Park. Yeah, I'm pr- I'm probably like at least five seasons behind.
1: I mean, I wasn't into it that much at first because uh, when when it first came out, I was in middle school, <laughs> uh, and um. And my my mother was still on there. You can't watch that shit. That shit is crazy. It's going to drive you crazy, blah, blah, blah. For so sure. I never really got into it on the account of like, I couldn't, you know, watch the cable without my mom's being around for a while. Right. Um but then when I got older I started watching it more. But there was one episode I was like, you know what, I ain't fucking with South Park no more and I ain't watched South Park for like four or five years because of one episode. Do
2: You remember which one? It
1: was yeah, it was the one where fucking Cartman gets made fun of by some older kid and he makes this whole big ass plan to kill this kid's parents and feed them to him in Chile. Oh,
2: come on. That's like one of the Nigga, that's
1: an ever. evil episode, nigga. That episode lets me know that fucking Cartman is pure evil. I was yeah. like and I had watched probably I probably probably messed me up because I had watched the episode of um damn, what is that, that show called? I don't know, some kind of crime show. And the dude and the main character in the show was using his five-year-old son to bring younger women, like sometimes like early 20s to 30s, to that the house true. and was killing them because right. he had an inoperable, uh, inoperable brain tumor. So like he just like would kidnap these women, tie them to a pillar in the attic and carve their heart out and put it in embalming fluid. And he just kept oh, doing shit. it over and over and over again, involving his son. And I was like, right. I, I watched both those episodes in one day and I was like, you know what? Nope, noob, nope, nope, nope. A little too much you evil, know, evil for me. <laughs> I you
2: know, and, and you know, you're right from the beginning what we said at the beginning where that just made you see how evil Cartman was. Yes. And to be honest, I feel like that was the creator's intent here. I'm sure. Because show that, that was one of the earlier uh South Park seasons. I wanna say maybe seasons five and just for context, they're now on like season twenty, I oh, think. Oh, I know
1: it was a rerun because I saw it like I think when I was like in my late twenties, so I know it was a oh, rerun. Oh okay. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, the, honestly, to me, it's crazy because that's one of my favorite episodes. Uh, I didn't know, it, know and it, and that's one of the episodes where uh, they bring that that rock band in. I don't even remember that part where the kid, with the kid who uh, who killed his parents, oh, he really wanted to meet um, Radiohead. It? Oh God, yeah. Friend. And then Radiohead showed up while he was crying, and then they were like, what the fuck is this crybaby right here? So pretty much his favorite band was making fun of him for crying about his parents being turned into a dish he was eating at the time. So Just more trauma. Great. great, I love it. I love it. I love it. But nonetheless, yes, yeah, it's just one of those shows that I haven't watched. And again, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just because it got old or what the case may be or just got... You know, I'm mean, tired of watching
1: it. It gets like that with autumn shows. Autumn shows I used to love. I used to love The Simpsons. I used to love Futurama. I used to love Family Guy. But I still like the shows, but it's like, I don't really care about any of the new seasons. Like, if I see an episode, yeah. I see an episode, but I probably have to pull it up on some streaming service in order to really see it.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I say all that to say this, man. If yep. you're young and you're enjoying, TV, you know, when you get older, you're not about to enjoy TV as much. Trust me. Like I'm it's just you. the the evolution of fucking life, though So But I feel like a know? lot of
1: a lot of a lot of the youth nowadays don't really watch TV like we watch TV anyway, so. Fuck
2: no. Them niggas be watching YouTube all fucking day. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie.
1: I, I be watching a lot of YouTube too, though.
2: You know? I 100% watch YouTube too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So but uh but but I am glad though that at some point in my life my attention span had to be long enough to wait 30 minutes to finish watching the whole show
1: yeah exactly you know exactly. what i mean
2: now nigga if you want to stop watching something and watch something else is everything is on the man now mm-hmm. everything so it ain't you know what I mean. it's, it's the gratification so we're not gonna get but, into that
1: because that can be a whole other episode but let's yeah. let's
2: get to the fucking the, the <laughs> songs because we already rambled for, for oh, no. <laughs>
1: okay uh let's go ahead and uh start with i guess we'll start with the biggest troublemaker in the lot the baby yeah and yep. uh we'll start with boogeyman
2: all right context here real quick before we start off As y'all probably already know, Boogeyman is the song Mm -hmm. that the infamous quote was taken from about him having sex with Megan Thee Stallion. Completely unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. I believe it was probably going to be his lead single, if it isn't still. But um, I don't know about you, but I haven't listened to the whole actual song yet. So I'm kind of curious to see if it's even actually a good song.
1: I am too. I actually haven't gotten around to listening to it yet. (laughs) So either way, we're going to find out.
2: Let's do it. All right. Let's get it. A few minutes later. All
1: right, what'd you think of uh, Boogeyman?
2: Listen, man. At first, like I said at the beginning, I had only heard the first fifteen seconds of this joint, and to keep it real with you, man, y'all you need to listen to the other two and a half <laughs> minutes of it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. That is a lazy verse for one. For one, that is a super lazy. Oh, uh, not mm-hmm. verse. I'm sorry. Chorus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Chorus, definitely. Uh, hook.
2: Whatever. Um. Uh, you know, I, and I can never say that the baby isn't a talented rapper in the sense that he could rap well. But the reality of it is that what he was saying just really wasn't too appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just before when we were listening to the song, I told Cooper that that's one of the laziest, most terrible cleanup jobs I think I've ever heard yeah. on the second verse. Yep, where he was, uh, you know, re- recollecting and telling his side essentially of what happened on the stage. Uh, but yeah, man, honestly, man. I, it was just very mid to me. This song, mm-hmm. like, 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 if you're gonna say all this bold shit, nigga, the song better be fucking fired, dog. Exactly. That's how that's how you get away with saying shit like this. Is if the music is good, because at the end of the day, I mean, we have seen what's happened with R. Kelly all this time, dog. Like, niggas <laughs> is turning the other way around. If the music is good, it doesn't fucking matter. That's, that's the right. I'm not, that's not my rule. That's the rule that's been going on for the last however long I can remember. So, exactly. So I, you know, I don't know. I, I mean I,
1: i'm right there with you Doug. the the, the Jonas mid is fuck um it's a, like you said it's a lazy fucking song i didn't expect to hear the thing about meg the stallion in the first 10 seconds of the fucking mm. song yeah. and like you said the lazy cleanup job about that like about uh cleaning up what he said on stage nigga you could have just not said anything and yeah. it would have gone off much better um yeah. i feel <laughs> like the whole song was just kind of like it was just like a bunch of just like okay these are like some of the most out there things about me right now. Everybody's talking about blah blah blah. I was like, okay, you didn't need to bring any of this into a song, because now you're just putting it back in people's faces, with yeah, and much. also with other unwanted information. And like you said, it's 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 a very blech song. So it's just like you're not doing yourself any favor, especially if this is the lead single off your shit. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Let me say something. Maybe right, this if, is
1: why uh, his joint didn't sell like he thought he was going to.
2: Bro, that right, and the fact that if you've heard three or four baby songs. I promise you have heard all of them. Yes. Like, oh. like I know it's a it's a running joke on the internet. Yep. But 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 by God, that's a god honest truth, dog. Like, like this nigga does not change his flow Mm-mm. for nothing. I bro. will say
1: no, this he did change up his <laughs> he attempted to change up his flow twice.
2: And oh, yeah, well, you're right, you're right. You're and right. it was
1: a little bit different, and it, so it sounded a little bit off with him saying the shit when he, when he was rhyming. But, like, he, I will say that's the one saving grace of this song is that fair he enough, tried to switch up the junk. He just did a trash job of it.
2: Hey, say less, say less. I mean, but, yeah. fuck it, let's go on to the next joint, um, which I don't have in front of me what it's called, but okay, I believe it is, that.
1: The next song is The Baby featuring Anthony Hamilton, and the song is called Blank.
2: Now I let me just give a context behind why I chose this song, okay. nigga. Fucking Anthony Hamilton. Was the last time you've heard of Anthony Hamilton? And, and again, I don't know. I'm just I'm just very curious as, as to what this is gonna sound like. So
1: yeah, nah. I'm I would definitely love to see where this is going. Let's get Let's to this. it.
2: Let's do it.
0: A few minutes later.
2: <laughs> Damn. First, shout out to fucking Anthony Hamilton. Let me just say that for no right bro. The goat like shit That is my
1: man Jesus Christ
2: Hey listen let, let, let me just start off by saying That that song I'm glad I picked that song Because yeah. I was very curious As to where I was Where we, where they were going with that Yeah And I, I Be honest with you I loved every minute of it I loved every second of it This is I one of those. So- really good
1: This is one of those songs That is just like Pure Ratchetness And righteousness Brought together It's like the yes. new version Of the R. Kelly And Mr. Biggs jump From back in the day Mm. Uh, like it is, it, but oh my god! Like it's just Anthony Hamilton. Damn it, God damn it, Anthony Hamilton. Yeah. He changed my whole outlook on that song as soon as he opened his goddamn mouth.
2: <laughs> Dog. First of all, I also really like the uh the concept of it. You know what I mean? Essentially, an old nigga, an older dude, kind of finding out his girl's cheating cheating on him with the baby. Exactly. And it's and it's kind of like a little nice little back and forth. Uh, it was very good cohesion. I feel like both artists. I don't know. I feel like they worked very well together. It was a great and, combination. Uh, I can't lie. Yeah, 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 nah. Hey, listen, baby. Had you not come with the bullshit and just come with the good music, I pr- maybe things would be different. Let me just say that. I'm telling you, though Because that was a good song. Look, this that was a really the, good song. This should have been the goddamn lead single. Come on now, nigga. I should be hearing this a million times on the radio, dog. Like this shit perfect this ha- radio song. God, yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah. But but no, you want to talk about fucking fucking Megan Thee Stallion? Cause you Come want on, to do bro. it for the, the likes
1: and the views and shit,
2: bro. Listen, dog. This is this is a fucking good song, baby. So, you was tripping, fucking with the other joint mm-hmm. and making that your least single. So I don't know. Hopefully, at some point, this gets the love it deserves. At the very least, for Anthony Hamilton's performance, I think it was very well.
1: Oh yeah, no, that performance. And honestly, baby's baby's rhyming was good. Yeah, Again, it was it very, was. it was very baby. It was very baby, but he was, but was on good. his shit on this one. Like I said, there's people that, like, they, they always sound great when they do their thing, right? They always sound great. Maybe there's not much versatility in how they say shit or the way that they rhyme it, but they yep. can always make a tight verse. Yeah, baby is right. one of those people, when he's on his shit, he can make a vicious-ass verse, a well, vicious-ass sure. song. So, like, if you're not going to switch your shit up and you don't and being experimental is not working for you, baby, just stick in your shit, baby. Just stick uh, in your shit and run the lane.
2: That's a fact. This is a perfect example of that, man, but... But, yeah, man, this is this is a dope song. I, I definitely fuck with it. I fuck with that shit, too.
1: All right, well, let's go ahead and check out the third song for today. And that's going to be from oh, Lil Mini Shooter himself, Tory Lanes.
2: Troubleshooter, num- Troubleshooter. Troubleshooter. Trouble uh, Maker number two. <laughs> I did not mean to call Troubleshooter, even though that's a better nickname if you think about it. <laughs> no book. Troublemaker Maker number two. It's a little man show today. Yay. Hey. Because, I mean? baby, I feel like it's not that tall. And I know damn well Torrelands is not tall. For real, I think you, but, maybe, uh, maybe
1: you got to be under like f- under five eight to rock this joint. No, I don't think. I think Quavo's taller than that. So. He, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I think you're right.
2: I'm kind of thinking about everybody else that we picked here, but I think Draco might be a little taller than that. I'm pretty sure uh, he is. And I know Freddie Gibbs got to be at least six foot. Oh yeah, 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 nah, yeah okay. <laughs> so we starting off with the little niggas. There right? you go. We starting off low. <laughs> Listen, but listen, man, this is, and I just wanted to say this. You know, we talked about this before the show mm-hmm. that, um, you know, it's just for those of y'all that don't know, the baby's uh, first week projections came out. And I think the first week already passed, but yeah. um, he was projected to sell, uh, I think it was like 14 to like 16,000 first week. Now, for those of y'all that are in the hip hop hemisphere, y'all guys know that, that is terrible numbers, no matter if you're a big name, if you're an up and coming artist. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you, sell enough to chart right if you're a pretty decent if you have music on the radio dog and you sell 16 thousand records there is something wrong somewhere in your fucking camp I don't know yeah. what's going on um obviously he's had the issues of him not being able to keep his mouth shut on stage mm-hmm. and obviously on a song that we just listened to um and I'm sure we all remember uh just a few weeks ago I believe, he wasn't able to sell out uh, a stadium. And oh, yeah, As a matter right. of fact, I think it was only 500 tickets is what he sold. Yep, I believe that's what it was. So, you know what I mean? It, it's just... Um, I mean,
1: he may have shot himself in the foot, you know what I'm saying? Like, figuratively yeah, and
2: yeah, literally. And it's funny you say that because we're actually going to talk about somebody else who allegedly potentially shot somebody in the foot <laughs> that wasn't himself, and that's how you do it. You don't shoot yourself in the foot, you, you know. <laughs> you shoot somebody else, but that's allegedly and, you know, hearsay. But nonetheless... We got Tory Lanez here, yes. who you know, and for everything it's worth, right? He has legitimately turned all this negative attention on him into a positive because the truth is, I've heard a lot of good things about this uh, this album. Now I don't know which songs particularly, but we're about about to see if we uh, if we could uh, find, if, you know, get the good ones,
1: them,
2: yeah, yeah. But um, nonetheless, I, I still think that um. I still, I guess we'll see how... I I think this is the week that it came out. So I don't know if we have any first week numbers yet. But um, I still think that it's going to do better in the Baby's album. So, you know, all that talk about being blackballed. Listen, bro, if anybody was going to be blackballed, it was going to be Tory Lanez. Uh Exactly. You know what I mean? And this man
1: put out two albums after this whole mess went out?
2: Exactly. So... And he stayed, he stayed relevant. He still, and, and I will say this, right? I do think that Tory Lanez is a very talented, just artist in general. I yeah. think he has a unique voice. Mm-hmm. I think he could rap his ass off too. Like, and again, we found that out later in his career because, you know, he started off doing the, you know, the the singy auto-tune rap R&B shit, shit yeah. auto-tune shit. But I do think that uh, when it comes down to it, he could rap and, you know, I guess we'll, we'll see if he shows some of that on the song. Because that, you know what song for me was the fucking shit was that one joint I ain't been broken a minute, and then, No, that joint I was mean, he, dog. He killed that joint. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't know. I guess we're about to see when first song we listen to. Yep. Uh, let's let's go ahead and dive in, man. All so, right, so uh, we're gonna first
1: st- joint. It's gonna start with uh "Sorry for What"
2: slash LV belt. I think. Yeah, there you go. Slash Matt, LV belt. I didn't know.
1: So yeah, they they be they be doing all type of weird. It's like double slash yeah. all in. Facts, happened?
2: facts.
1: The story lane. This. Sorry for what slash LV belt. Let's get into this joint let's
0: do it a few minutes later
1: what'd you think of uh sorry for what slash lv belt
2: hold on did that joke just stop like that on his own yes or... it did oh shit i'm over here thinking you pressed some old ass recorder or something like that but... <laughs> nah. okay all right hey listen man i think it started out good i, I think it got a little lazy at the end with that Louis v Bell, yeah like i wasn't the biggest fan of that mm-hmm. i know you weren't nope. but uh but I did like his rapping, um, and, I, and I, I, I thought it was okay. I, I, I would give it maybe a, a, a six, six and a half. Um, I'm not too convinced, you know, just yeah. by that song. But uh, it, it, it was enough to keep me drawn. I, I will say that.
1: Um, I think I'm with you. Uh, not, not that convinced off of this one. But you can see the, uh, like you said at the beginning, it was way more, uh, just way better at the beginning all around versus then at the end. Um. So yeah, you can see the um. You can see the talent that is there that we already know is there, yeah. But it's just like. Just didn't capitalize on it in that all the way in that song, and I don't know if that's yeah. the first song on the jump. It kind of sounds like it would be the first song on an yeah. album. Yeah. Um. So like, it kind of like you know you 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 hit you start to hit the mark, and then instead of hitting the mark. You know, when you need to, you just kind of like meow, right up underneath it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like, like a limp arrow. No. So
2: now I agree because to me, when when the beat first dropped and he was rapping and he was rapping before the beat dropped and then the beat dropped and it was just a vicious synchronization of his uh, him riding the beat on the on the joint or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was fucking vicious to yeah. me. So I, I I think his uh his uh craft has definitely gotten real good as far as rapping goes. But again, I just I thought that the song was okay. So I guess we'll see what the next song brings.
1: All right. Well, let's go ahead and slide to that other joint. That's going to be uh, Hennessy Memories, Tory Lanez. Let's do it. Ben.
0: A few minutes later.
1: All right. Uh, what did you think about Hennessy Memories?
2: I, I like this job better than the last one for sure. I will say that. Um, I think this is a better overall song. And, and overall, I, I thought it was a good song. Um, I think that Tory... Showed good versatility here, uh. You know, good. Uh, you know, the, the singing was uh, was okay. Yep. I thought it could have been better, but I did like his rapping on it a lot. I like the switch up of the flows, but uh, yeah. So I I thought it was pretty good
1: though. I also thought it was pretty good. Uh, got me bobbing my head a few times. Um, I didn't like the chorus initially, but it kind of grew on me. This by the yeah. second time it came around. Yep. Yep. Uh, but I will say that his rhyming was pretty dope on the joint. Can't can't fake on that joint. Uh, very enjoyable song, just a nice little chill joint. Uh, Definitely could have got somebody who has a little bit more vocal power in their voice, especially for high notes. If you're going to try and do a guy, maybe a Miguel, you know, something yeah. like that. Uh, He would have definitely hit them joints a little cleanly because it was a little grating hearing you try to slide up the vocal scale <laughs> each time that you sang the chorus to get to that high note. Um yeah. So... That's my that's my only real complaint about that is the chorus, but like I said, it did grow on me. But yeah, uh, yeah nah, pretty solid song.
2: No, nah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I thought this was um, and and I guess for context, is a very Drake esque type of song, if you Ooh, will. Just yeah, kinda that
1: dreamy sound, kind of
2: dreamy sound, talking about a girl while you drinking Hennessy yeah. and, <laughs> and, and 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 saying a, just a very vulnerable, emotionally song. I would say. <laughs> Uh, I feel like Tori gets very vulnerable emotionally on this joint. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's typically a Drake thing. You know what I mean? True, but true. I thought it was i thought it was pretty good, though. I enjoyed it. I thought the, the beat was really nice, too. So that's one thing that I will say about the two songs I heard so far on this album that we just heard right now. Uh, was that the, the beats to me were really good. So yeah. I think at the, at the very least that, that's the case. Here.
1: I agree 100%. All
2: right. Let's go on to the All next right. joint.
1: Uh, the next one, we're going to slip into Draco the Ruler and this yes, is sir. this is completely new territory for me i've i've heard of this person but i've never heard any of their music before
2: let me just start off by saying this yes, man r.i.p draco the ruler yes sir you already know we know the truth you know what i mean but listen i actually i guess to give a little bit of context behind it too i would be lying if i said i was you know a huge draco the ruler fan before he passed it wasn't until after he passed i pulled that move that we all pulled yes i'm I'm stepping in front of it now just to say it but (laughs) to be honest i think it's a good thing though because i think i I hate when people frame that as a bad thing yeah it's kind of stupid the truth is right i think we all it it all falls back to that uh the idea of you don't appreciate something until it's gone yeah you know what i mean And, and and that's true for humans in almost every aspect of life you know what i mean particularly uh in in a case like this where like you know you won't appreciate an artist until you can't listen to new music from him anymore or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that that was the case for me. I'll just come out and say, it. but I will say that I don't know if Draco's music is necessarily for everybody. I know he's a very West coast sounding artist. We'll, we'll check it uh, out. We'll see. So, so, you know, I guess I'm, I'm not, how do you feel about West coast music in general?
1: I mean, I don't feel too much, that uh, too much about it. I like what I like, uh, but I also don't listen to a lot of West coast rappers. Especially right now. Like, I can't think of anybody else outside of probably, like, Absol, uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Um,
2: Maybe Schoolboy Q, maybe.
1: A little bit of Schoolboy Q, yeah. Uh, Little, uh, what is that girl's name? Jesus. Oh, he's from, I didn't know he was from the West Coast. Yes, I do like Roddy Rich though. Uh, Snow the Product. That's who I was thinking of. Snow the Product. I really fuck with her. Uh, But yeah, like, I don't really know too many of the other ones because I don't like Blueface. Again, I can't stand him
2: damn. Uh, dance. I'm not gonna lie. This is kind of in that ballpark, so oh, wow. you might not be a fan, but we'll see. Let me, we'll let, see. let me not, we'll let see. me not, we'll see. let me not. We won't throw it out. Not, we won't throw it yeah. out. <laughs> Let's not throw it out yet. But this, yeah, this is this is the new. Uh, what has, Uh, apparently, it's going to be multiple posthumous albums. Which, you know, we we know how messy uh-huh. I can get, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh-huh. But this is definitely the the first release. Uh, uh post death. So uh, I'm very excited to see what, what what I'm hearing, and like I said. Uh, Just I guess If if y'all not into West Coast music If y'all not into What's going on Just Just try to get the vibe going And uh, I'll explain why I like it After after I listen to it If I do like
1: Plus it's always good To just check out some shit That you don't normally listen to Yeah
2: no Hey listen That As somebody who has expanded Both of us Because both of us have done this Have expanded What we listen to And just Just like You know Just be open minded to things It really does It really is a rewarding experience Because you're you're gonna hear things That you would have never listened to in the first place and you'll a lot of these things you might enjoy to, uh come to enjoy exactly so you never know. definitely just be open definitely to try something exactly yep
1: all right well let's go ahead and get this going then we got uh draco the ruler with extortion
2: oh let's
1: go
0: bad we know the truth a few minutes later
1: okay okay well what do you think of extortion by draco the ruler
2: listen man i, I just want to say that it, it it kind of upsets me that I can kind of tell that this was pieced together, uh, from probably multiple different recordings, and mm-hmm. I mean, and obviously I, I know that this was what's gonna happen in Posthumous uh, uh albums and things like that, but uh overall I, I like the song. I thought it was cool. I thought it had a good vibe to it. I, I could kind of rock to it. It still has the Draco uh vibe with with obviously his his flow and, and how cool. he delivers it. And uh and, and a lot of his, you know, a lot of what he he was known for, which was the 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 you know the, the lingo and just kind of just the just a very menacing kind of sounding, very uh ma- uh monotone almost in a way, yeah, uh delivery. And I don't know, man. It's something that to me it just it just really I th- I think is is it's is fucking cool, man. But overall, I thought the song was all right. It was just I can kind of tell that this is kind of Stitched up posthumously and Obviously You know what I mean And and again This is the sad truth Of uh posthumous album Is that a lot of times It kinda is missing What made this person Who they are Unless it was recorded Before they passed Which yeah. you know I'm I'm hoping that Some of these songs On this album are that
1: I, I hope so as well Uh For me It wasn't as bad As Blueface Cause I feel like They had a similar Rapping style But this dude actually Like did it on beat And did it better mm-hmm. I wasn't trying yeah. to like Put a whole bunch of shit in where it didn't need to be. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, so I, f- I fucked with that. Um, I think he could have switched up the flow just a teeny bit on that joint. Yeah. Um, but again, like you said, it was probably put together after the fact. So can't really say that much about posthumous albums like we like you were saying before. Yeah,
2: that's a fact. That's a um, fact.
1: And everybody's going to be a critic of a posthumous album because, again, you're not getting that essential essence. Like, yeah, you're around the people or you're with people that worked with you are probably working on this posthumous album so they have a yeah. feel of your vibe and everything that you would have wanted but they don't have that spark that makes it specifically
2: you for sure and again that's that's just the sad truth of it is that it could be the closest person to you and in this case it is because um his brother Rafi the plug he's actually the one who uh who's putting all this stuff together and who who and he's you know him also being a rapper and being mm-hmm. around him all the time who who better to know you than your own brother so, exactly uh but he, again it just kind of goes to show that as close as your brother could be to you it's just it's nothing like you being here so exactly um so unfortunately that's the truth with when it comes to, to these kind of albums but let's go on to the next joint though uh it's called hang with the ops now i don't know the title kind of just drew my attention so <laughs> let's 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 see what's going because on because for
1: this. you it definitely would <laughs> all
2: right let's show a
0: few minutes later
1: all right what's your opinion on hang with the ops
2: Listen, man, it did get a little repetitive at the end. I think it, should, it could have been probably a little bit shorter. Uh, again, I hate to re- re- sound like a broken record. Posthumous album, is a it's a characteristic of Posthumous album. It's going to yep. sound repetitive. they are probably going to use a lot of the same uh, verses or, or cut them up and, and and have them say it twice and things like that uh, just to make a, a song long enough. And again, I know it's a difficult task to do, put all these things together and make it sound cohesive. Um, and, and i think for what it was i thought again i put this on the same level as the first joint i thought it was pretty good i thought it was okay but it's kind of missing that you know that that Draco you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but i think for what it's worth i think it's not bad and again the fact that you know obviously we'll never be able to hear a new a brand new Draco song i yeah. think that as fans i think we're, this is going to have to suffice and i th- i thought it was all right i thought i i'll probably get this joint like a good seven seven and a half
1: it wasn't bad. It definitely did get repetitive and it just kind of like kind of took you out of it because there was definitely no variation in anything on this chain. Although I do yeah. really fuck with the beat. But again, like you, there's a there's a way that you can be a monotone rapper and still like be way more entertaining than that. I'm mm. not saying that it was a bad song because I didn't en- I did enjoy the song. It wasn't a bad song at all. It was just like after a while, it was just kind of like, I'm just, just kind of like, OK, like you can either tune it out real fast or you could really, really be into it. I think it yeah. just depends on how you are with that type of with that type of music, with that type of artist. But like for Next. me, this one, um it could have hit better, but it wasn't a bad song at all. Like I give him I give him a definitely give the flowers on this one.
2: Yeah, man, definitely. So, definitely, we're gonna move on to the next joint. But first, you know, R. P. to uh, Draco the Ruler. Yep. Again, we know the truth. yes let's go. All right.
1: So the next artist we're gonna slide into is is a is a is a is a is a show f- uh, friendly uh, artist. We love uh, Freddie Gibbs, Mister Freddie oh, Gibbs, yeah. and Mister Frederick
2: he, Gibbs for sure. Yes,
1: and he's coming with this. Uh, this single is called. Sorry, I don't have my glasses on. Uh, Pain and Strife featuring Offset. Offset.
2: Now, listen, this is a, a feature that I wasn't expecting, to be honest, even though they both kind of do the <laughs> rapping fast thing. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess we'll see what this is. I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about this one. Right. Right. Let's, Let's check this see. joint out. Let's do it. A few minutes later.
1: All right. What what'd you think of Pain and Strife featuring Offset?
2: Listen, man, I just want to start off by saying that that piano that was playing in the background, oh, along man. with the little uh, sample. I'm not sure what it was. That, oh, no, that, was, that, was, that just... was
1: Bone Thugs. That was Bone Thugs.
2: Was it? Yeah, dog. The sample gotta get
1: the money, man. Money, I mean, I'm not that, that, but same,
2: that, that, and I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about because I know that that was, that, but that was Freddie oh. uh, reciting it or whatever. But I'm talking about the the little uh the, the actual beat itself. It's like a eh, 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 kind of thing in the background. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: What
2: was that? Oh, I'm sure I gotta I'm listen child- to it again.
1: I gotta listen to it again.
2: Yeah, and nah, nah, I nah, damn sure we'll listen to it again because I think the song is really dope. Obviously, we love Freddie on this show, and uh, he does he did not miss on this joint. Offset didn't miss on his joint. Nope. I thought it was really dope. He actually even touched on the whole situation of him Getting off the Migos yep. and buying himself out the contract and turning, you know, bossing up in that matter And uh, yeah, I thought it was really dope. It's it's a relevant song. It's a brand new song, obviously, because he's yep. talking about that Exactly. So, you know, we, we love to hear that and uh, we love to hear some new Freddie, man. This, this was dope for sure
1: Oh, for sure. No, I really fucking enjoyed this song all the way down from the beat Both of them completely killed it lyrically uh, I love the, the the beautiful use of the Bone Thug sample. And then the, just that little ride out. I know that's usually your thing right there, but that little ride out with a beat change and then just straight piano all the way through to, to the end, little little instra, little uh, instrumental interlude. Yeah, that was dope. I fucked with that heart. That's, uh, I did not expect that, honestly, uh, but I was pleasantly surprised.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 for sure. This is definitely riding out, cruising, smoking type of joint, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. This, this, joint, this joint was dope. I felt so,
1: Mr. Gibbs, you still got fans out here hardcore.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: All right, let's go ahead and slide into his second song of the evening called Dark Hearted.
2: Let's do it. A few minutes later.
1: All right, what did you think of Dark Hearted?
2: Hey, man, I don't know if he did that for every song on here, but it sounds like every song has a little write-off with a little piano, I think little right piano solo at the end. But uh, I thought this song was really dope, man. I thought, again, the beat was fucking crazy. Freddie obviously with the different flows, with the switching up, with the fucking lyrics, everything. Though, he fucking killed it. To me, it was, it was a great song.
1: Dog, this song was incredible, and the 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 beat was just like kind of hypnotizing. I feel like towards the especially towards the end, like you just yep. kind of like melded all into everything together. Maybe that's just because I'm taking a ride to Smack City this evening. But (laughs) that joint just seemed to fucking hypnotize you and you could only focus on the words of the song as it was coming at you. Like, I think that was a very well done song, very well produced, very well written, very well rhymed. Uh, There's nothing I can say bad about that song. That song was fucking great.
2: Nah, I'm with you, man. That shit was dope. Sure.
1: Mr. Gibbs does it again. And I saw he got a, what was that song called? Oh, it was like... I want to say like lobster tail or lobster mac and cheese or some shit with Rick Ross on it. I was like, okay, I gotta listen to that too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) shout out to Freddie, man. Definitely big fans over here on this show. Yes, uh, sir.
1: Yes, sir. All right, let's go ahead and slide right into uh, Quavo and Takeoff. Join us. Called um, was it messy? Was that one of the ones you wanted to do? Uh,
2: no, uh, hotel lobby. Okay, okay, I got hotel lobby here. Let's do that one.
1: So, yes, this is Quavo and Takeoff Hotel Lobby.
2: And again, this is for that, uh, their up, their forthcoming uh, album <laughs> of Just Them Two. I don't know if they're going to go as Quavo and Takeoff or Unk and Few as it shows up here. Yeah. which uh, So, I guess we'll see. But again, it's, it's off the new joint, Only Built for Infinity Links, which I feel like people are, are starting to run with that moniker, <laughs> to Only Built For, because I've heard another rapper use that joint, change it up a little bit. And hey, listen, Uh-oh. man, I think... I think, I think we should just kind of let my man... Was it, was it uh, Ghost? No, who, who it was it
1: Raekwon, baby. Raekwon. Raekwon,
2: my bad. My bad for all the, for all the uh, shout hip-hop out, stories. Shout up, out man. to Raekwon. Yes, sir. But y'all already know we're going in with this joint. Let's do it. All right, bet. A few minutes
0: later.
1: All right. What'd you think of Hotel Lobby by Quavo and Takeoff? Uncle Neff.
2: So that's actually... It's funny because I I've heard the beginning of the... This is g from no, this not the... Whatever, the first part of the song. Uh-huh. And uh, I just hadn't realized that I had heard the song, I guess, already. But oh, I, th- I thought I thought the song was all right. Um, I I mean, I, I didn't really feel like we were missing Offset, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just felt like it kind of just made sense, you know, how, yeah. however it went. But I thought the song was dope. I thought overall it was dope. Um, again, it, I, I guess because I've heard it already. And, and I think it's like a... Like a song that people are using for TikToks and shit like that, so oh, okay. maybe yeah. maybe it's getting a little overplayed for me. But I thought it was I thought it was pretty good though. I really,
1: I mean, I liked it too. Uh, I didn't have I didn't really have no problem at it, with it at all. I think uh, when takeoff came on initially, I thought it was a little weak, but he 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 brought it up throughout his verse, so I was like, you know, I was cool with that. And of course, they go back and do the back and forth thing that they that they know to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. no, I thought it was It was very good Typical Migos Sounding track For me Yeah no Nothing real special been. Nothing bad about it You know
2: No I'm with you And again I, We said it before You know Certain artists They do a certain thing Very well And uh, I think In Migos case They know what they do <laughs> And uh, you know How long it could withstand I guess time will tell But yeah. I think At least for the time being I thought it was It was pretty good At least for what they do I agree with sure.
1: you Alright well let's go ahead And hit the second joint For them and i believe the last joint for this evening yes sir uh which is uh nothing's changed
2: which again to me this stood out to me because this is their first album without offset and i'm just curious if, the, if this isn't related to that so i guess we'll find out a hey, little Hey, let's hit
1: it let's
2: do it
0: a few minutes later
1: all right and what do you think of nothing changed
2: i thought that was dope man i i think this is one of those songs and and I think there's at least one or two songs on every project slash album of the Migos where Takeoff just really shines above everybody else. And to me, this yeah. was Takeoff's song right here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Definitely. Rapping, I think he shows that he's the best rapper, at least uh, out of the trio when they were together. Uh, you know, Offset maybe a close second. But yeah, man, he, he killed it on his joint. I think both of them killed it. But to me, what really stood out was Takeoff's rapping ability. I think his whole verse was dope as shit. And uh, the beat was cool, too. I really like the beat on the gym.
1: I feel like this is going to be like that Lox album, like the last one, where they were just like, mm-hmm. let's just go ahead and put the Chic Luch out there and let y'all remember why the fuck he's part of the Lox.
2: Yeah. For, no, you're right. That's exactly it's, what that was. be that, that's, that, that for Takeoff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And again, you know, with, obviously not being there, obviously he's going to have more of a spotlight to shine. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? I, I, I do think that, that he was able to take advantage of that on the song, for sure.
1: Again, this song is another very Migo sounding song in in yeah. the beat and the way that they was rhyming on it, but they both killed it. Yeah. Uh, you heard a little bit of Quavo bringing up, you know, you know, watch watch what you have around you and everything. So we already know something. I don't something something ain't cool in the Kool Aid. There's a fly in the Kool Aid, nigga.
2: And also, I think I've mentioned that when shit get shaky, people change up or something yep. along those lines. Exactly. So you know, obviously, it's it's uh. It's I think it's a, a safe assumption that, you know, this might have something to do with that situation. But oh, yeah. you know, we, I guess we'll find out at some point.
1: But again, I love this song. I can hear this song being pumped all over the place. Uh probably probably good enough to be a radio jam for real, for real. Yeah. Um, I would say so. And you know, like the Migos really haven't lost a step, even though they've lost a member. So
2: Hey, that's <laughs> that's a fact. And and honestly, I guess we'll see how that works for both of them. When Offset releases, I'm sure his solo shit. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes man. We'll definitely see how that goes we'll definitely be watching for that for sure for sure
1: All right, y'all well this brings us to the end of the episode today. That was the last song that we had for our um Reaction pleasure. I guess you want to call it. Yep. Yeah, <clears throat> let me stop being a fat ass. Hold on.
2: I know. I'm sorry That shit was hilarious just to hear you say. All right, y'all because <laughs> clearly you have something <laughs> That shit was Clearly. And
1: I'm just gonna leave That shit in too Fuck it
2: Oh yeah no, What was funny is that I think that you thought I was gonna say more than what I did I did I kinda <laughs> left you In limbo
1: <laughs> It was all good It my I shouldn't have been eating Like a fat ass So But uh Again thank y'all For for listening every week Uh, uh You know especially Coming back this week again oh, Always yes. a pleasure to hear From everybody And to hear that Everybody all around the world Is enjoying what we're Putting out here Oh yeah Um Do you have any uh, recommendations for this week, sir? I know that we didn't really talk about it, but... uh...
2: Damn, we. I feel like it's become more a thing to not give recommendations <laughs> and just to talk about the fact that we we forgot that we're trash but, about it. <laughs> hey, but we promise y'all, next episode we will have recommendations for that. Yes, right? yes, we, we will say about that because normally, if we don't have recommendations, my man Cooper in the editing, he just chops off the part where we ask each other. But we're gonna lead this, we're shit gonna lead that shit in this week for accountability. <laughs> all right, that's all we're doing.
1: You got damn right.
2: All right. Well, on that note, y'all.
1: Ayo be good, and if you can't be good, at least try to be the best you can be.
2: Listen, man, if you can't do that, man, at least make your mama proud. Is that what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can't do that, motherfucker, it's it's been raining all goddamn weekend in the DMV, uh-huh. motherfucker. Use your damn turn signals. I don't want to be hydroplaning into your <laughs> stupid bitch ass <laughs> because I thought you was going to go straight, and you really made this left, dog. Very or right, valid. I
1: say. Very valid. Very valid, especially in the DMV. Oh yeah. I we started. All right, y'all. We out of here. We love you. Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. We love you. Peace.
2: Peace.